On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Jenny's getting all out on the limb with the twist of grapefruit in Topo Chico. Not just a regular. Oh, anybody that's been a fan of that. I'm wild. I'm wild. Yeah. We got I Jenny, like Zach, and Matt. We got the whole crew in today. And if anybody's a fan of the show knows that we've been talking about Topo Chico for a long time. For some reason, I have no clue why and or how this has became like a drink of topic. But then Jenny comes in with a curveball with some grapefruit. I'm just waiting for them to sponsor the show. I think that'd be an excellent and controversial sponsor, considering half of half of the crew doesn't like it. When half does. I think think more than half of the crew likes it, right? Heath, you're the only holdout, aren't you? Well, that that right there is a double whammy of two things I could care less for, Topo Chico and Grapefruit. Not a grapefruit fan. Uh, The lime one is pretty good, too, though. More for us, gentlemen. There you go. More for us. You know what? I'm going to be the nice guy and just let y'all have all the Topo Chico you want. Just kind of guy I am. Well, thank you. And you can have your Gatorade Frost. I like Gatorade. Very big of you. What's the difference between Gatorade and Gatorade Frost? I don't know. That's just a, it's more, a marketing more ploy. sugar, probably. Um, <laughs> more he did have a big workout this morning, you guys. We got up before Brighton and did Peloton Ooh. for 20 minutes. Hold on. Peloton's a big podcast sponsor. I've heard of them on other podcasts, right? They're the bike with the yes. classes and the uh-huh. whole, yeah. You have one at your house? We don't have, so we don't have the bike, but Peloton has a 14-day free trial where you can do ah. all the other workouts. Like, they have yoga, they have meditation, they have, virtual they have structure workouts. Strength. Yeah stuff so um so anyway we got our strength training on this morning so he needed his gatorade nice several more of them that laura's a mm. (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't laura it was robin robin nyc see i don't even care who she is i can't remember her name she was terrible (laughs) oh no i'm just kidding well worked me out too hard coming up on the end of summer we have our first headline for today's episode uh a boy wears an i will be your friend shirt on the first day of school this is coming out of georgia one little boy's personalized shirt he wore on the first day of school is getting quite the attention and for good reasons his name is black rajan and his bright orange shirt reads i will be your friend his local news station uh, reported that his mom nikki owns a personalization business and decided to make a special shirt for her son when she had asked him what special shirt he wanted he said he wanted one that said that quote i will be your friend never underestimate your kid's heart for others she wrote on facebook very sweet kids are so sweet i thought that was such i mean if it's going back to school and that story was just like just such a breath of fresh air i mean we need to say that we send our prayers and thoughts with everybody in el paso and and ohio that have been through the most recent just some of the most horrific Mm. um things going on lately you know with with both of those cities going through what they are and then you know then to see something like this that that a kid you know wanted it it wasn't like his mom made it for him to wear he asked for i want to be your friend like and Mm -hmm. how important that is like Mm -hmm. and and what what kids are 
could be going through the school and, and then see him, you know, just like, hey, I want to be your friend. Like, that is such an awesome thing. Yeah, true Like, those parents are doing a good job. <laughs> it, it is. It certainly is a reflection of the parents. I mean, that's what I saw something posted um, on Instagram yesterday, and it was showing some off-brand shoes. And it said, parents, kids don't know to make fun of these shoes unless you tell them that these are not okay. Yeah, going sure. back to bullying you know what Ooh. i mean in, in terms of like like kids don't know that whatever brand i don't even know what the cool brand is for kids right now whatever brand is the brand it's you saying oh no i'm not going to send my kids with off-brand shoes or oh i saw that so-and-so only has this they're they, they learn it from us yeah just like with with kindness from that um that shirt and i was thinking about second shots and it made me you know think about the lessons that we learn from children in general and so often i'm home with brighton and see her do something that makes me think like wow she just inspired me to up level my game so i came with up with like the the top three things that she has sort of taught Ooh, me or brightonisms yes brightonisms uh, yeah. things that brightens taught me so the first one the the main one is that um she it, it, all children all babies you know we're talking about like two-year-olds here they don't get down when you tell them they're incorrect so i might say brighton what color is this bottle She'll say pink. I say, no, it's green. She goes, okay, green. She doesn't pause and get down and defeated like, oh, I thought it was pink and I was wrong and now I don't know colors and I probably will never know colors. I'm probably colorblind. I should probably never answer it. That's what we adults do, right? And it takes us like an hour to get over it. Kids, they say, oh, okay, that's green. And then guess what? They learned it. And then eventually they learn their colors. So it's like if we could shorten our sort of depression after getting something wrong to, to the amount of time that a kid does we would learn things so much faster and just not care like she doesn't care she could care less that she got it wrong it doesn't decrease her um self-worth at all yeah she's like oh okay cool and And then she learns about people that are listening here if you if your if your self-worth wasn't decreased when you got something wrong or how it was and you just were able to bounce on like oh okay cool that's green Mm -hmm. like like how much less time would you spend being down and moving and then you'd be moving forward that much more mm-hmm. i love that one so the second thing that i learned from her that is a reminder for for me and hopefully everybody is that her interests are not dictated by what anybody else wants her to do <laughs> yeah. i mean as much as i try you know to get her into certain things that i'm into she she's so direct and all i know that all parents can remember this phase of when their children were not influenced by anybody else whether they were into trucks or cars or you know dolls or whatever it is her thing is babies mm-hmm. so um i've tried to get her into dance um that's oh, i've that tried to get always, her on motorcycles and <laughs> yeah. bikes and anything that moves fast yeah you know it, it, yeah he th- it really wants her to be it's like she gets in that little thing but she really wants to play with her babies that's her thing that's her like you know a little passion so Mm -hmm. to speak right now um and she's also not influenced by really what other kids are doing Mm -hmm. you can take her to a party or something like that and again this is not unique to my child i'm just talking about children in general you can take them to a, a party and they're not like oh all the other kids are doing this they're like no i see this thing i like dinosaurs they're not ashamed of what their interests are they're not um they they go directly to it and thus are more successful well and and it's also that's that creativeness that's how people that's Mm -hmm. how if you are sitting there always thinking that oh how can that person be so creative come up with this cool stuff where they're not following the crowd you know they if they have their mindset on what something they want to do they go down that route versus that and that's what kids teach us is that you know, like you said, it, we can go into anything. I can try to get Brighton to do something, but if she gets zoned in on something, that's what she wants to do. She could care less if all ten of the other kids are doing this other thing. She's over here doing this, mm-hmm. and and it's like sometimes that's why we don't get as creative because we're not willing to kind of do what others 
are not doing in order to try to find our own path versus thinking we got to follow somebody else's path Hmm. yeah those childlike tendencies are really really beautiful and hopefully something we can all you know kind of be reminded about and tap into the last thing that i mean there are so many things but like the third main thing that children have that i think we can learn from is that they're very much in their bodies they very much understand for example hunger cues so did you know that if you just feed a baby they will stop when they're full and they'll let you know when they're hungry. So over the years, what done. happens... Done. Done. Yeah, done. She, she would say ding when she was done. <laughs> ding. Ding. Um, but, but over the years, what happens is that we hear, oh, I should eat this, so I'm going to eat this, or I should not eat this, so I'm not going to eat this. And so we start listening in our heads instead of in our hunger cues and in our bodies, and that's how we end up with issues down the, down the road with regard to um, so many different things with regard to eating. But it's a really beautiful thing about kids is that they will tell you when they're hungry they'll tell you when they're full and if they are shielded from the influences of what they should and should not do and when they should and should not eat they will keep those hunger cues for a lifetime so zach and matt that don't have kids does this mean anything to y'all does that about? sound weird yeah, can i be a kid for a living hold on a second <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing this all wrong but it's like you gotta pay they, they're paying attention to themselves they're but, but, in their bodies but right. do, is it that though there's something to think about that it's like all the things that you come up with in your head that are fears of yours that are all that like we all of us at once did not have that like we we were taught to feel that way right like shouldn't that be that that's that thing that can help you overcome the understanding that you own your mind you can make a decision to not feel this way to to not be influenced that way if you don't want to that that thing doesn't have to own you. you you can move on with it i mean as kids teach us so much that they do what they you know it's like uh those are such and it's so crazy that how much you can be taught that way and then talk about this kid you know with you know i'll be your friend that's awesome right right that he came up with that on that on, on his own so he probably you know it sounds like he has a naturally sweet spirit but was also you know um he's surrounded by parents who hear him and who listen to him and say oh yeah you know what i will do that for you or i'll help i'll help sort of you know let that flourish and what an amazing child and and truly um so there's the example there from the child and have we all not been in a place where we kind of hoped that in a crowd somebody would be our friend yeah i know i have i know i definitely have i was just at that conference calling heath saying i think i'm gonna i was by myself and i said i think i'm gonna go back to the room i don't know anybody here and he was like are you kidding me grow up (laughs) get get out there but but i mean i'm shy in those instances i and somebody else and somebody actually did come over and say okay you can you know like you can sit with us and i think it sounds silly but even adults need that even professionals need that you know somebody to talk to them so what were the three main takeaways so three three main takeaways um keep trying after you fail and not just trying after you fail but do it quickly like rebound it, fast. A rebound immediately, immediately, immediately. And and that's how we will learn without taking it personally. Just taking it as information, not taking it as anything about to do with you personally, but just, oh, I'm learning this thing. Second of all, not being influenced by materialistic influences. Power, money, whatever everybody else has, whatever everybody else is doing, being truly connected to do your thing. Your own thing, your own creativity, and then finally being in your body with regard to what your body needs and and really truly paying attention to that. We'll be back in a minute for the second segment of Second Shot. Makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN.
Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around. But, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month. And if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100. Yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's ogre. It's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Ready? Aim, fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. I think we could go for like days on that last topic almost. You know, I was like, oh, there's other things mm-hmm. that were hitting me with just, um, uh, just could go on and on and on. And I'm, I'm you know, have, I'd be so proud if like Brighton wanted to wear a shirt like Ugh. that. You know, like, I, like I'd probably cry like a baby right then. Like Aww. our job here is done. If, she, if you know, when you, yeah. Shroud does that, you're done. You're done. You succeeded. You won. You've done Pat it. yourself on the back, yeah. move on. Parenting yeah. is over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this other one is is almost kind of a it, well, it's it, it's it, it hit me. This other one hit me hard because I like I was like I can so see me being that. Unfortunately, you know, like in in like on this headline, you know, this next one, like I, I this one I think is oh, a struggle yes. with most mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really good one. We're kind of focusing on because it is about to be back Go to, to school. school, and and you know, Brighton's going to her little. Her little uh, Mother's Day out, or I think now it's to be more politically correct, it's Parents' Day Day out. Oh. My bad. Yeah, because that offended me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. I, what is, what is not parents? Be involved here? So yeah. yeah, it used to be called Mother's Day out because more traditionally the mothers would be stay-at-home moms, and so they'd been with the kids all summer. So this is like a little pre-preschool for like two and a half hours a day okay. that the kids would go to. But now it's Parents' Day out because because it could be that the dad is getting a break, that the mom's working and the dad's getting a break it offended me is it one okay. day a week or is this a week i'm glad you got that um, change so, <laughs> <laughs> so last year brighton went to uh, a parent's day out program one day a week she started when she was 18 months old uh-huh. um, and she went for like two hours a day and then next year she'll be going for um three days a week and it's just for like a few not hours like, I mean, not like in a week or two she'll start or, or yes 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 the, yeah. in, in a week she's starting three days a week and it's just for like a couple hours so the idea is that the kids get some interaction if the parents are stay-at-home parents they get a little bit of a break or perhaps if a nanny's dropping them off i'm trying to not offend anybody whatever your situation is <laughs> yes. whatever your situation Everybody's is yeah. your Just child is going to hang out 
Day Out. Hey, Guardians Day Out. Yeah. Grandparents Day Out. Yeah. This is the Matt yin and, and Zach's yang. Day Out. If you yeah. want to be offended, just ask me, because I won't be as politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the emails. Our second headline. Yes. yes. Uh, Tom Brady says it was hard when his son wasn't into sports. New England Patriots star recently opened up to men's health about having a tough time realizing one of his two sons wasn't a football fanatic like his dad. While 12-year-old Jack uh, is a huge sports fan, 9-year-old Benjamin isn't so keen on them. Uh, Brady said, Jack is just like me. He holds a lot in. Benny lets it all out. Jack loves sports. He wants to try hard, and he never wants to disappoint his dad. He says, that was me. I'd wake up early on weekends to do stuff with my dad, and that's why I didn't party a lot. If dad wanted to golf, I wanted to be there with him, and if I ever missed those things, it would crush me. But Benjamin isn't quite that way uh tom brady said i was like come on let's do this and he was like nope and i was like what no do this the way he saw it he assumed because of the way he was raised and because Mm -hmm. of the way his first son was that boys just kind of had an affinity for sports in general and it wasn't until he had a good sit down with his wife giselle who told him like it's just not the way he's just different he's not that way and that's okay and it took him a little while to come around on it but he said the reality is that Benny just likes different things, and it's great because now I just have to go do what he wants to do. And when we do that, we have the best time, and he loves it, and we have a lot, like we really connect, and it's really cool. But it took him a little while to overcome that. So you guys are parents. What do you think about this? Well, I mean, I, I think it's a very hard thing for parents to do. I mean, I, I love, you know, when you weren't, when I wasn't a parent, I could easily judge. What do you mean? You should let your kid do whatever you want, right? Oh, it's so it, easy. It's so easy looking oh, outside. Yeah. When you're there, it's mm-hmm. not. My second shot on it all, though, was really thinking about, you know, there, there's that old dynamic of um, the jack of all trades or none or being a master at something and how it all jack works. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, and, and which way to go, you know? You see a lot of these successful people made it as a football player and they literally did it 24 hours, seven days a week, right? But then you got the people like Antonio Gates, who's arguably one of the all-time greatest tight ends ever who played basketball. Yeah. And then literally walked onto an NFL football team never playing football and is one of the best all-time greatest tight ends, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you got the Tom Brady who from five years old was throwing a football. So what way is right is there is no such thing. And it's like also reminding that as a kid, but not only that as a parent, I mean as a a, a leader of people, is that not putting people into one box and, and that how much can almost come from. So, so one of the reasons why they say Antonio Gates, for instance, is one of the greatest all-time tight ends and transcended the position because uh-huh. coming from basketball, he was jumping over people. He was doing things tight ends had never thought they could do. He was elevating a whole nother level. He changed that position because of his background in basketball. He didn't think, oh, i got to stick with these tight end rules and be boring. Uh-huh. No, he jumped over people like he did in <laughs> basketball, right? <laughs> but if he didn't have... Let's all do that. But yeah. if he didn't have those that different set of background... That would have never happened, okay. right? He could have been same old boring. So I think at times that we we try to get um, you know confused in it. And as we were talking about was is if you're trying to start something new and you're trying to be great at five things, it's not going to work. You want to be great at one thing, but then you want to have that focus. And then, but it's not bad that if you want to go focus on baseball all year and next year focus all year on football, and next year focus. All, that's not a bad thing. Would you agree? I totally agree. I, I think that it's it's interesting because yes, maybe his son is honing in on one particular thing, and maybe he'll get to the you know sports thing later on down the road. But um, I think when it comes to goal setting and truly accomplishing things, as much as as I despise this truth, I do think it's a truth. You can only work toward one goal at a time in my opinion. I've just seen this to be true in my life and so I've 
I've actually started to do, I used to write down a bunch of different goals. I was like, no, 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 no. we got to sit, we got to figure this out and figure out what season am I in. And that doesn't mean that I won't still be kind of working on the other things in the back, but like, what thing am I going to blow out of the water? What thing am I going to just nail and kill it at? And, um, you know, during like, for example, like the like year of pregnancy, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to research everything that I should be eating. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to get this room ready. I'm going to find out how I'm going to feed her, how we're going to take care of her, you know, really like hone in all these things. I read about sleep training, breastfeeding, all these different things, potty training. Okay. So now we've sort of made it through that hoop. Now I can refocus more for more professionally. And so I'm writing down this one goal and I've, I was like, I was going to say it, but now it sounds a little obnoxious and I'm not sure if I want to say oh, it. Oh no, you're too far deep. <laughs> you're, now you have you're to. You're too deep now. Yeah, hold on. You We're all in the way, way yeah. too much. So my, so my current goal, um, which is not my overall long-term goal for my whole life, but my current one I'm focusing on right now is having the most profitable Hot Works franchise um, in the country. So that's a good goal to have. Yeah, I that's like a that great goal. goal. That's I love my goal. That goal. Yeah. I, I think if I'm going to do this business right, like so, so journalism and news is about impacting lives. This is about running a business, providing some jobs to people, doing well. Um, so that's my goal, um, it, you know. And so now that I've put it out there, it's like, oh, that sounds a little, <laughs> sounds like a lot now that I put that out there. But that's really what I want to do. And so I'm writing it down every day and focusing on that and letting some of the other things simmer a little bit. Because I think if I was still really focused on my other main life goal right now, I'd be in a frustrated pattern well in 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 the one of the biggest kicks that some people will find themselves in is maybe they have had that one singular focus for so long and then maybe that comes to a crashing halt uh, of some sort and and they got to pivot and and pivoting from that and they feel down like maybe they're not hearing that but understand maybe that's that season maybe that's that time to pivot because I, i go back to antonio gates and think he had a basketball career played d1 that was in college he was playing that and he couldn't get to the nba so he pivoted to football so and you know like we Mm -hmm. like the last segment we said when you're wrong brighton just bounces back okay it's green right you know what he did okay that didn't work i'm gonna go try this other thing instead of getting down on himself and spending five years in the hole of like poor me i didn't make it the nba transitioned to become one of the greatest all-time tight ends in in the nfl right like Mm -hmm. But he didn't waste time sitting around soaking in it. Like sometimes that deals, you know, Steve Harvey, I posted a clip on Facebook that oh, he was so um, good. asking a guy. Uh, this guy asked him, he said, hey, wh- how do you stay motivated when you got, you know, uh, he got laid off and, and that, uh, you know, everywhere he goes, it's like either he's too overqualified for something or um, the stuff that actually pays what he thinks he's worth is he's too underqualified for and he keeps getting rejected. And, you know, Steve Harvey said, well, Let's. The truth of the matter is, understand that God, you know, shoved you off of that. You should have left that. He's been telling you that, and so you didn't listen. So He just ended it for you by laying it off. So now it's time to find what you want. What's your passion? You love being in the kitchen. Why are you looking for another sales rep job to get you the exact same mundane thing you were looking for? Go get your culinary skills. Try to be in the kitchen. That's what He was looking for. And it's sometimes we're shoved off in that direction, and we don't realize that the rebound is maybe that next second phase that we can go focus on that that just because a lot of people may be listening that have had one singular focus that have had to pivot and understand look at the antonio gates and all these people's stories that when they pivoted it ended up being something that was transcended them to a whole nother level Mm -hmm. you know like like you've never had a focus on making a hot works your most profitable thing no my focus (laughs) has been entirely on my broadcasting career and for the record if you've listened to past episodes and know about the chip and joanna Gaines situation (laughs) i will immediately pivot back to them yeah 
and two hosting a show on their network. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> should that happen? But it's like right now, this is the opportunity that I have, and so this is what I'm going to focus on. I mean, maybe Heath's trying to say I need to pivot away from broadcasting, but I'm not ready. <laughs> oh no, not at all. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about in general to people because I think a lot of people get in. That, that a lot of people are sitting in those different seasons where yes. they're trying to have to pivot. And it's beating them down. They're not bouncing back from that being green fast enough, right? Like, and, and, and I think they need to hear some of the stories of, of, of like you, for instance, you're not giving up on broadcasting journalism and getting back in it. You're, but guess what? You're only going to settle for the thing that you think is best for you. You're not going right. to go do just to do, right? And that's something to be admired. And in the meantime, in the meantime money. you're pivoting to something else. And guess what? You can do all of that. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to tell everybody is you can do that. Like, you can pivot to these things. You can have different focuses. And then if something comes off, don't be scared to jump off of that and go on to the next one if it's not fulfilling it. That's okay. You know, like we talked about the last episode, not following what everybody else is doing is 100% okay. We'll be back in the third segment of Second Shot right after this. That's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Quick break to tell you about one of my favorite books written by my uh, podcast co-host and my husband. So the book is called Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success. So this is a story of basically my husband's journey from being someone who barely graduated from high school, did not finish college, didn't have any real formal education in the business world, and how he went to become one of the top executives at his company. And it's just it's just a fun, inspiring story. If you have somebody who is maybe getting ready to start a new school year or starting a new job or something like that, this is just a good inspiration read for them. A lot of my adult friends have enjoyed it too. And I just had to shout him out and tell you guys about the book. So you can get it on Amazon. You just search Ignorance on Fire. Or if you prefer the audio version, he will be reading it to you in his Texas accent. It is on audible.com. Again, just search Ignorance on Fire. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. So one of the things I love, we had a guy post in the Second Shot Facebook group that is a super secret group. You should go join. That um, <laughs> And he said... He, he, Just he ask said, to get in and you'll get in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was on like a 10-hour drive and he was catching up on the episodes and he was like... All right, the shaming has worked. I'm leaving a review. You know, he was like, the shaming has worked. So I'm shaming you right now. Go leave us a review. But even more importantly, maybe... Click the three buttons on any social media you got and share this with people. Or text it to somebody and go, hey, check out this episode, check out that episode, etc. Because If you think uh, it would help them. Yeah, or yeah, or anything like that if you if you really like it. Or leave us a review on any of the platforms where we are hot at. Speaking of reviews, Zach. Yeah, we got a really cool one from a wonderful woman. Uh, and I wanted to read this out. She left her name at the end, so we'll get to that. But she said, very positive and informative. I had the pleasure of meeting Jenny Anchando the same day that I listened to Second Shot for the very first time. I have to oh, say she is exactly like she is in the show. Down to earth, easy to talk to, and so nice. What I like about Second Shot is that it's upbeat and positive and they throw in a little life lesson. I love the contrast between Jenny and Heath as they offer different perspectives on the topics they discuss. I found Second Shot to be entertaining, funny, and informative, and thought-provoking. I highly recommend the podcast. Keep up the great work, Martha J. So I think this is from Martha Jackson, who also hosts a podcast. 
Ooh. Oh, really? By the way, yes. So I'm pretty sure it's her because I, I met her at an event that I co-hosted um, last week yeah, at we told Elizabeth we were W. On it. Yes. Oh, well. Okay. So that, that was, this was a different event. This was like a clothing shopping event. But oh. Martha Jackson. It's called the Bubble Lounge. So if you happen to live in Dallas in the Highland Park area, she, her podcast is specifically focused on Highland Park University Park. Really cool, hyper local stuff for parents and families and stuff. So thank you, Martha. If that That's was so you. sweet. And then you guys, this email touched my soul because second shot what, what, what? second shot cast at second, gmail.com yeah. second shot. I went blank <laughs> wow he's like you got because. most of the way there how many times have I said that and I literally just yeah. forgot it it's okay it's just <laughs> the second name shot of the show cast it's at no big deal no it's the fine. cast the cast second, second, shot, second cast. shot cast at gmail.com he said okay guys I'm finally doing it I love the podcast my name is Tim Appling and I live in Jasper Alabama roll tide I started listening to y'all after hearing y'all on Chad Prather's show because remember Chad who used to co-host this show had us as guests so yeah. that was awesome somebody did like us on Chad's show yes, yes. and actually Aww. came over to ours it so worked he started with episode one and then went all the way through there wow. um, he says I can only t- always take away something from every episode but episode 90 has been the greatest so far I've taken the phrase will it make the boat go faster and have applied oh, it yeah. to everything especially the weight loss journey that I am on Ooh. so Heath did you know that you'd be inspiring someone on a weight loss journey I can't like, nope don't don't think that would be me yeah. it's one of the biggest struggles that people have in their lives so many people can overcome so many things but but not their their own health so congratulations to Tim because he says as of today I've lost 65 pounds since September of 2018 that is awesome that is really impressive yeah um, he says it has been one of the big uh, hardest struggles of my life but also one of my greatest achievements I am more active and have never felt better. Thanks for all y'all do. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. I already see the changes in my life in just a few months. Awesome. Oh, that makes me happy. This Congrats. came on a day where we were like, what are we doing here with this podcast? Yeah. And we're like, okay, we'll keep doing it for Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And go back, go back to episode so, 90 so and episode check out 90. what will the, what will it make the boat yeah. go faster and see what he's talking mm-hmm. about. But, but I, that's a, that's a great reminder for so many of us with our daily life choices mm-hmm. with whatever your goal is. Will it make the boat go faster? So I liked that. Yeah, I did too. That's awesome, Tim. It's Thank you for sweet. sending that and taking the time. Yeah. Cause that was a lot. He, he sent a big, email. that means yes. he actually was thinking about it that we don't, we don't take that stuff for granted. We don't take the reviews for granted. We don't take that that um, you taking the time for that for granted at all. Yeah, that was very cool. So we need to fill them in. Tell them about the podcast panel you're on because the last episode, you know, we kind of gave them oh, a yes, tease yes, that yes. you were going to be there. So, so tell them what the pot that podcast panel thing was. Oh, it you was on. really cool. Okay, so we did a panel basically for other potential podcasters or people who are wanting to be guests on podcast you know what I mean like promote whatever it is that they're doing on a podcast or advertise on a podcast so we had this whole group of women um, from our from me from our as the solo woman on this podcast and then the first intends podcast and then um, sinisterhood so first intends is female all uh, fantasy football league and then sinisterhood is like true crime mystery investigation so all from very different avenues but all podcasts that are uh produced in the dallas fort worth area and doing pretty well so it was really neat to meet so many of you who were there and asking questions and i just i hope that if you do have it you know in your heart to start a podcast i hope you go do it there are how many podcasts right now uh, over like, 750 plus thousand videos so why not add lot. another yeah why not? <laughs> yeah but here's things there's still plenty of room because totally. the, the majority of people meet talk to still don't even know where to go to subscribe and and find it you know like it's yeah. it's legit still um 
It's still new. It's still it's so new. Yeah. And I have to explain, too, now that I've been putting this video on Facebook, if you're watching this on Facebook, that's not... Like that's we're first of all we're glad you're watching, but this isn't the podcast. You have to go to a podcast app and then download the app and then hit subscribe, and that way you'll get the new episodes each week. Yeah, because we can't guarantee that you're going to see it on Facebook because of the algorithms and stuff. So it's like just kind of random yeah. if you see it. Yeah, the only way to make sure that you get it fresh every week when it gets posted is by subscribing there to the um, to the podcast feed. Right. So thank you to the badass ladies of DFW for having me um, on the panel. I was honored to be one of you know of all the podcasts that are produced in this city, um, I or this state. I mean, I, I was really honored to be able to be there and to connect with so many people and just and just talk about the business of podcasting. It was very fun. Yeah, I wish I'd been in town. I would have liked to have gone to that. It, there were a lot of ladies there. Really? Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, shoot. Yeah. As the engaged man yeah, that he true. is. <laughs> yeah. As a man getting married very soon. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds super cool. It was, it was. It was. And it's just neat to kind of talk to other people who are doing the same thing that you're doing. You know, I think when you're kind of on this little solo journey with the, the four of us, um, it can be like a little bit isolating, but it was cool to hear ideas from the other podcasters too. Yeah. So we've been doing our question of the week and we figured today's question would sort of relate to the whole theme of this show which is like you know kids and back to school so the question is what's the top lesson you've learned from children any kid you know yeah obviously you don't have to have kids a lot of our audience does not have kids but is there something out there you know that you've learned about life or about business or anything like that you you, that you've learned from children i guess i kind of already gave my three so i'll I'll leave it to you gentlemen (laughs) you gave me your three i gave my three i've got nothing else to learn no that's (laughs) just kidding just kidding (laughs) what do you have babe what have you learned from brighton I'm, I'm, i'm trying to think of the one because there's so many that i literally on a daily basis with her is just such a um how about the way she sleeps 12 hours a night yeah that's, That's a great, That's nice. great, be a nice thing to great learn. lesson. <laughs> Isn't that a great lesson? <laughs> and eats, and she eats more than an adult. <laughs> she does. She does. You guys, people are. I took her to brunch, and I ordered her. I ordered a, her a full adult entree and an appetizer. And my friends were like, "Oh, are you guys splitting that?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> that is just for her." It's <laughs> amazing. All healthy stuff too. Yeah, she ate like an entire avocado, a whole chicken breast. <laughs> you, know? you know, I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that just how powerful it is that we are not not like the majority of the things that we have or don't have that we think get in our way that are just us or something i know there's sometimes there, there is some of that in certain deals but we're taught you know like you know talk about the ignorance on fire right my mm-hmm. book called ignorance on fire so which is you know just doing things and saying to heck with what that outcome is like how much a, a kid has you know how many times i told brighton do not stand up in that bath you're gonna fall and then last night she fell, busted her, you know, her lip open and all that. And it's like, I've told you that a hundred times, but you did it anyways, right? She's ignorance on fire. It is. And, and, and it's, it's also, it's that remembering of the childlike state that we didn't know that it's a bad thing to fail unless we were taught it's a bad thing to mm-hmm. fail, right? And so that if we were taught that at one point... And we're dealing with that in our mind. We can re we rewire. There's that dyslexia kicking in when you can't rewire. say all the things together. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know our brains to go. No, oh, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to be scared of failing. You know, like like when you see that it is obviously taught when she has zero um, thought at all around care about failing. 
then you know we were obviously taught that at one point so mm-hmm. i think that's one of the biggest things that keeps a um, muscle memory in me of remi- of remembering same thing it's like when when she rides her bike when she yeah. rides her little strider yeah you know she's so slow and eventually she gets it and she keeps trying keeps trying keeps trying yeah what about you gentlemen i yeah. know this is a little bit of a curveball well, of a question i my parents uh my parents were teachers right? right and so growing up they they spent a lot of time in the community and at church and stuff so they wanted my sister and i to understand that like love for like teaching others and so they had a, they had to spend a lot of time like babysitting and hanging out in like the youth like little kids youth group and stuff like teaching kids and so uh this is a tough one for me but i think the biggest thing i've gotten from kids is just like that sense of like boundless idealism mm-hmm. that like not only is a failure not ever really that big of a deal but like you you can never let your passion be stemmed by something that seems to slow you down for even a second like if a kid is excited about something it does not matter what gets in the way it does not matter what adult says hey you shouldn't or you can't or slow down like they're gonna keep going for it again and again and again and like it might be frustrating as an adult to have somebody not really listen to what you say but like in a way I gotta respect it Mm -hmm. because I'm like man I wish I was that way I wish I was wired that way we're just like no matter what you're like no I want to do this thing why wouldn't I do it I'm just gonna go do that thing (laughs) I don't care who's in my way or what's gonna stop me and like yeah it's it's obnoxious at times but ultimately like it's a lesson I probably need to pay a lot more attention to I like it what about you Matt um, and you, was your mom was your mom a teacher? Did I make that up? No, she was. Okay, she, uh, yeah, that. all through. Um, she kind of followed me up through the grades. She was a PE teacher and then librarian. I like her I style. Yes. just it, it was like what Amy Keeping. talked about a couple of weeks ago, being a smother mother. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you just smother always mother. be around. Yeah. I, and I say that with 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 love because I also consider myself to be one. Oh. <laughs> it worked out in some ways. In some yeah. ways, it didn't. Um, <laughs> No, I think uh, I think back to I, I think kids can be a really good example of how everything you do, even the little things, can be someone's impression of you. Yeah. Um. I, I think to a mm. kid that I met. This is in my neighborhood. I was I was walking my dog around, and I met this kid. It was a few years ago. They were very young, um, out walking with their with their parents, and I think they had a dog. Um. They met my dog. They they pet him and everything like that and went on their way and then like years later i'd say like a couple of years later or three years later i saw that that same family walking by and the kid asked me about the dog like that's the only thing that kid oh, knew about me yeah was like you're the guy with the dog right yeah. or mm-hmm. you're the guy with the weird hat or you're the guy that you know with the thing on their on their porch or um you know we do a big thing for halloween every year and, and the kids remember our house as that's the house that's the halloween house um so i think about like how you can translate that to, to your adult life where like even the little things that you do can leave a lasting impression on someone yes yeah, so and true. you know like you may not even realize it i didn't realize that oh. a couple of years later i was going to meet that kid and he's going to ask me about my dog again but he remembered and and same with you know other people who i've met in my life how the little bitty things that i've done have made a lasting impact maybe not quite as much as they do when you're a kid but they do matter and it's like what do you want to be known for yeah. You know, yeah. what are you putting out there? Ooh, I might do that as a question next week. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Look at me pre planning. Second Shot <laughs> Facebook group. Send us an email, secondshotcast at gmail.com. Leave us a rating review. Share it with your friends and family. Where can they find you? JennyAnchondo.com. Uh, Jenny and Chondo on all social media except for Twitter. It's Jenny and Chondo TV. At Apple Zacintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Leave a rating and review, guys. Tip your waiter or your podcast host or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Five stars if you can swing it, yeah. 
<laughs> uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker One, on Instagram and in the Facebook group, posting all the new episodes. At Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire on all of the social media platforms. I hope you take inspiration from that kid today, and I'd love to see anybody go get a shirt and say you just want to be a friend. Be a friend today. Love it. We need it in this world, and we love you. See you next time.